0: The goal of the Salumas podcast is simple. Take a candid, objective, and often comedic approach to the human condition. In keeping with this, the use of expletives, crude humor, and references to harsh realities are commonplace. If you find any of this to be offensive, please throw your listening device in the trash. If not, enjoy the show. We are
1: back for another episode of the Slimest Podcast. This is Kalu. This is Chris. This is Brandon in the background.
2: And this is going to be a special episode. So last year, what are you doing?
1: What are you doing? What? No, what are you doing? No, I just sound really loud. Oh, okay. It's because you you're did. beautiful. Oh.
2: It's because you got your voice now. Did you say you sound That's what my loud? mama tells me. Oh, look at that. That's why we're here. <laughs> so last year, um, we did an episode called Father. And obviously, it was uh, around Father's Day time. And so we want to do something similar. Um obviously this one's called mother and it's for mother's day so i think we we each have different stories and different mindsets and stuff like that when it comes to moms and specifically our moms and so we just wanted to use this episode to just talk about it and just provide commentary on just moms in general and i know that some i think the normal thing is that this is going to be some kind of a mom worshipping episode But you guys should know us better, and it's not going to be something like that, so um, if you want any of that stuff, just turn on the Hallmark channel or anything like that, but uh, we hope to have a good uh, and and quick conversation, you know, just keep it lighthearted, and if we get serious, we get serious, but that's where I'd like for us to go today, so who wants to go first out of you, bitches? Brandon, are you on your phone? Brandon, you yeah, you're, you're over here on your phone. No, I'm just doing facts, some research bitch. real fast. Huh? You were talking he's about Milks.com. That's what he's looking is at. Is Are you on my dot com? He is. No. <laughs> you just told on yourself, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we all just told ourselves. <laughs> <still. laughs>
0: is that a thing? I didn't. Shut I, up! You uh, shut never heard you. of this website.
1: Just in case any moms are listening, Pray, praise Jesus. It by it on, the way, on
0: Facebook.
2: Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I was probably a Bible study, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Well, and watch how this Kareem's out of
1: control. Well,
0: let's, let's see, Brandon. What What do you think? Are you, are you for or against moms?
1: <laughs> I am always for moms. Let's hear about your story, man. Tell Here, us about your mom. T- about my mom? Yeah. My mom is exactly 20 years older than me. Okay. Uh, she was born May 13th. I was born May 6th. Uh-huh. So one week apart. Uh, my mom, she's taught me a lot throughout mm-hmm. my years. Um, for growing up, you know, I'm a child of double divorce. Mm-hmm. And I've always lived with my mom. Um, she's always held two jobs to okay. support us. And so I've learned my work ethic from my mom. Like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a hard worker. My okay. wife hates it. Yeah. Because, you know, I'll stay at work 50 hours and only get paid for 40. But you know what? It's just, it's what I do. It's built inside of me. Sure. Uh,
2: Don't know if that's a good
1: trait, but. It's, it's probably not. It's, <laughs> I'm sure it's not. <laughs> you better rise up. I was like, you better rise, son. <laughs> But no, she's always just been a hard worker and she's done whatever she could to support our family. And yeah. you know, I've always appreciated her for that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess growing up, we've I'm not gonna say grown apart, but I mean I'm my own human and she understands that. As and, you should be. Exactly. And you know, she gives me my space and I still call her every all yeah. the time. And you know, during my wedding we did our little dance. Yeah, it was you, fun. You guys were probably there. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. A yeah, uh, bunch of light-skinned people at there,
2: fucking <laughs> way. I was like, look at all this fucking skin. I was like, man, I'm so envious. It's like
0: being a cotillion. Yeah, it, it felt like
2: a cotillion thing. I was like, is this what it means when you make it? Just a bunch of light-skinned people out there. Just all that privilege, man. We try <laughs> to have like... All shades there. No, you had a bunch of light skin. No, no, we had you too. I know, right? They're like, well, we gotta have one to represent the the darker ones. Was like, well, if I'm going, I'm wearing shorts. Seriously, that's pretty much what it
1: was. Like, I'm gonna be comfortable if I'm gonna be the only dark one in here. (laughs) Yeah, my mom, she really wanted to dance to Boys to Men song for Mama. Yeah, and I'm just like, that's too common. That's cheesy. Yeah, me and my mom did Kanye. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. I love that. So of course, I had to switch it up because my mom's always. She'd probably get on to me for telling on her, but she would always go to her bedroom, shut the door, and she's like, this is my time, kids. And oh, that's she, awesome. She would just, like, blast music and just yeah. dance, because my mom's a dancer, so that's yeah. where I get my skills from. I have no skills. but Chris, uh, Chris shut the
2: fuck up. <laughs> I see you Don't <laughs> it. <in the
1: face. laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, don't you do it, Chris. <laughs> oh, shut, shut up. So, in the middle of that Rain, song, dude. I switched it up from Song to Mama to Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. And, uh, yeah. I loved it <laughs> I don't like any of you guys right now <laughs> oh, just
0: oh, a- man, I'm, I'm just thinking about all the- no just stop
1: <laughs> I'm just
2: gonna just stop oh, I'm sorry oh man I'm sorry Brandon you can continue <laughs> no, no, that's about that's your fine. sweet dancing
0: mother <laughs> I'm throwing dollar <laughs> bills at Brandon shut <laughs> up <laughs> Oh my Thank god! Thank your mama for me,
1: Brandon. <laughs> oh man! This is officially my last podcast, guys. Um, <laughs> Brandon, you, you have to
2: fight him. No, you, you have to fight him. There's, there's no other way. You cannot come back unless you fight him. Only way out. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, Chris,
1: you're up. Oh, Woo. I was going to talk oh, yeah, about yeah. my stepmom really fast. Oh yeah, okay. I, you know, just because I'm a child of divorce doesn't mean that, you know, I don't have more than one mom. My stepmom's also played a very important role in my life. Okay. Um, she's been married to my dad for insert number of years now, uh, since I was in like insert number of years. Oh, gosh, that's almost 20 years. Really? Something like that. Yeah, so she's <coughs> always been a big part of my life, too. I just wanted to that's cool. give her a big shout out, too. That's cool. That's awesome, man.
0: You. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's your turn now, but Yeah, I know. Well. I'm the child of brains about to be like I <laughs> thought you wrong <mom>! I thought <laughs> you wrong I'm, I'm, I'm the child of divorce as well but uh my mom had me when she was about 43 years old so I was not planned, as you all would imagine. Like, I'm I'm just, I feel fortunate. That Chris, I
2: no one would plan for someone like you. I, yes, I, I so know, you know, but look,
0: at least one of my, I don't have like a little pterodactyl arm or That's nothing. That's true. Shout out to anybody with a pterodactyl arm. No, no, no arm. But, uh, yeah, Sue Kilborn raised me pretty much by herself uh, as a Jehovah's Witness, and that wasn't very much fun, but it was just. Basically, she and I, for the longest time, and, uh, you know, she, uh, she's not the most conventional, like, you know, you think about a maternal figure, and that's like, oh, very, oh, oh, did you fall and scrape your elbow? Mm. Like, you know, that stereotypical maternal shit, like, There really wasn't a lot of that. There wasn't a lot of positive reinforcement. It was, uh, and I don't know if that's just the way she was from growing up on a farm and having to deal with all the uh, real life shit that that entails, or, you know, her having to play both roles as, you know, where my father, I guess, should have or could have been. She had to fill that role as well. But um, something that I often see, though, is, you know, people put moms up on a pedestal, and there's nothing wrong with respecting moms, but I think that that's really just a fundamental thing that goes along with respecting other human beings. Yeah. You know, it in, in accordance with their uh, vulnerability or their plight in life, you do make special considerations for people based upon certain factors, and that's totally okay. What isn't okay is that we lightweight shame people That uh, particularly females, we lightweight shame females who opt to not become mothers. Mm, Yes. So social status and being a woman is oftentimes intrinsically linked to this concept of motherhood, Mm -hmm. and it further marginalizes women who. To- totally through reasonable means, have just opted not to reproduce. And I think that that's enormously problematic. Oh, yeah. Especially, too, in a
2: society where, that we live in where it is, it is. It, of course, it's very male-dominated. And a lot of women, they believe that to get to a certain point, you can't have something like kids get in the way. Oh, right. You know, when when you see some like super successful <coughs> C- CEO women and stuff like that out there, it's some maybe they've start maybe they're doing it like much later in life, having kids or something like that, or there's like a nanny out there that's taking care of their kids or something, or they just don't have them because a lot of them think there's there's no just no time for that man and so and it's weird because whenever you see these women at that point, one of the first things that people assume is oh they don't have any kids or why don't you have kids so there's something that has happened in our society where We have placed it upon women, where it's like to be deemed as anything worthy, you have to
0: have a kid. It's because they're inherently objectified. It's they they are that's that's their point in relation to the patriarchy as like a vessel for reproduction. Mm -hmm. And and that's again that's why it's so enormously problematic. <clears throat> for us to go around bl- blindly lauding mothers mm-hmm. without acknowledging that it's totally okay for women to opt to not reproduce and that there's no reason for them not to be lauded just the same. It's, it's, a, it's another form of, of marginalization. That's absolutely, absolutely true, man. And I do want us to be able to talk about
2: that and really get us to, uh, to at least just give more energy to that topic Cause I think that that should be a big focal point for this discussion. There's going to be more than enough content out there, uh, with reference to Mother's Day and mothers and all that kind of stuff. And I want us to be different, right? Um, for me, I think one of the best articles, and this is, this is an older one. I had to dig, dig for it. Um, obviously I'm Nigerian, um, no. But you could tell Since by my when? accent, right? No. Since yeah, when? yeah. But you can tell oh. the accent gave it away, didn't it?
0: Oh man! But I uh, you were Scandinavian or something like that. I know. I know. But uh, hype. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so there's this article on here, and it totally describes both my mom and my dad. But for for this episode, it's my mom. And this article, and it, and I don't like this website, but it's from BuzzFeed. It says 24 things you'll only know if you have Nigerian parents. And uh, So I'll I'll go through a couple of things there It says And I'm going to replace the term here with mom So it says every time your mom saw someone she knew She became instantly uh, Locked into an infinite loop of Increasingly loud greetings Like when my mom saw another person Especially if it was another Nigerian They'll just be like Oh!
0: I'm glad. You am you, like, you're here to do. Oh yeah, <laughs> the caricature of that. Oh it.
2: my god! And the things, <clears throat> the, the talks get louder and louder and louder. And if my mom's on the phone with anyone from Nigeria, you think she's screaming, but it's just no, having a normal conversation, just talking about life, you know. Whereas
0: Sue Kilborn is like, bits. Please get out of my personal space. Oh
2: no, mom is like, please come over. Yeah, Sue Kewarden is like, loud.
0: listen, I need three feet between us at all yes. times, and I need yes. you to lower your voice. Yeah. The next <laughs> thing
2: that they said for Nigerian parents is said, you could never trust any container, and so at my house, any container? yeah, at my house, if you or if you come to my parents' house, and my mom gives you leftovers, it'll be in some container from. It's like this could have been a butter container from like years ago. She doesn't she doesn't throw that shit away. Oh, well, yeah, we, take we do that kind of shit too. Yeah, uh, but you're not Nigerian, so it's not about you. I'm part. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh god. <laughs> I am it's, bitch. It's part you, Nigerian. don't you yeah, fucking forget it. He did his he uh, did don't, his, don't and, you do a disrespect ancestry. to, to um, our ancestors. You still can't sit with us at the table. Just so you know.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, Shout out to Senegal. I'm <laughs>
2: oh like no, no. I don't mess with them. Um so literally, one of the other things here, it says leftover party foods would, would fill the fridge and become part of your meals for the week. That is absolutely something that happens all the time. Another thing here, it says achieving anything less than full marks on a test is a reason to be ashamed. <laughs> like, oh my God. Mom and dad were, they were pretty crazy about that. I mean, they wanted just the best. I also think that that, that might be a... Uh, a non-american type of thing to really just expect extremely high marks whenever you're in school i didn't get extremely high marks but that's just how it was it was you know kind of I mean?
0: how my family was mm-hmm. as well like you didn't get any kudos for being exceptional yep. you only got shit on if you yep. were less than exceptional yep
2: and the thing was if you're doing well you could always be doing better yeah And <laughs> it was like bitch like,
0: oh. what you want? you got an a yeah what, what like, you admit? it where's a plus of, of course you got a fucking yep. a mm-hmm. you're my child yep yep um so, uh,
2: this one says when visitors came around, it meant the secret good food would make an appearance. That was the thing. I knew that if we were going to have visitors, mom was going to make a goosey soup or she was going to make that shit is far isn't too. it though? Yeah. Or she'd make some like, you can just think of it. It's like, oh yeah, mom's going hard. Mom is absolutely going hard. But the other thing too, for my mom, and that's not in this article and we, we talked about it before in different episodes, when you are the only son in in the household, um, I did have, like, a little bit of an elevated status, you know? Oh, and yeah, my was, mom likes me the it, best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those, like, <laughs> she'd always be like, oh, my only son, my only son. It was, was oh, gosh, it was a lot of that, a lot of that. Um, but she also handed out ass whoopings like it was, like it was no tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and it was funny because she ended up becoming a social worker, and so there was one time where I yelled at her at like Kroger and I tried to run away from her, and like this was she... like a couple years ago. Yeah, this is this is a couple weeks ago, bro. <laughs> but she took her keys, Nega and... Man. She I know, She's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> no, she reached into her purse, and this woman threw her keys across the store, and it for real. I remember it perfectly. Like a a bolus no no she like, <laughs> like joe montana <laughs> no yeah, like it's like uh what's that dude that uh, was it something in the david and goliath she oh, had okay.
0: one of those whoosh, a sling yeah a sling, yeah that's yep. what it was
2: but no she uh she threw her big ass keys hit me in the back of the head as i was running away from her in front of the checkout lanes at kroger and, like and everybody was, was, was just all impressed over. oh i fell you and built. i cried
0: oh, yes.
1: B- bro it was swift nigerian justice man <laughs> Do you it was know what year and what time and which
0: Kroger. I don't know, but I because, bet his head was the same size. <laughs> I'm just walking around <laughs> over because of my
2: big ass head.
0: But yeah, no, chocolate it was chocolate on your mouth
2: for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, and mom, mom would always keep the the house hot. That's 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 one thing i always know my mom, and she'll keep the house hot. But she'll just be walking around and just like her bra just chilling out. Like you can come in the house and she's just like it's hot in here, but I'm not turning the AC on.
0: Well yeah, there's Sue Kilborn the same way. Just turn yeah. on the ceiling fan and yeah. be. Yeah, just like, it. hey, we're all suffering together. But there's times I'm like, Mom, I can't bring my fat ass in this house and be <laughs> yeah. sweating all night. It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be real hot. I'm four foot two and three hundred pounds. I can't Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and another thing with mom, she will blast you. Like she'll just be like, You gained weight
0: oh yeah yeah <laughs> my like, ma, my mom would be like oh she' just smile too when she does it she'll walk by yeah. and smile first and be like you're starting to get a gut like your father yep. Yep. <laughs> mom, mom would just just blast you yeah. oh
2: you've gained weight <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you're like that I'm just like and what? you know
0: and you know it's all in how you respond to it it's because my, my fucking siblings take it personal and I'm yeah. like this is she really don't mean nothing No, by no it. she doesn't I she do the same. My sister
1: gets so upset. I'm just really? like, whatever, mom. Yeah, yeah. You like, just what to those... Yo,
0: whatever. You can't whoop me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm grown now. Yeah,
1: pretty much.
2: I mean, it's, I, I, it's so. It was so fun. Fun is the best term to describe uh, growing up with and being raised by my mom. It was just fun, and she worked her ass off, man. That woman would grind and grind and grind. You know, I've said it before. She essentially put her life on hold. Uh, to raise us while Dad was finishing up school and all that kind of stuff. and then she eventually uh, did that. And so, you know, when she got a, a, her PhD at age, I think it was like 51 or 52 or something like that, it was a big deal, but it was something that she just always knew that she was going to do. You know, shes just she's just good like that. And so if there's anything that I've learned from my mom, it's it's how to play the long game because she sure as hell, played the long game. Other thing, I it's funny, I know I get my humor from my mom, but I also get my pride from her too. I thought that it came from my dad, but man, you can't tell my mom shit, man. You you just can't, dude. She's so full of her own shit. It's like it's insane, man. And I was like, that's where I get it from. And uh it's so that part is really, really interesting to see that happening. And the other thing too, she um she was good and she I don't think she realized how good of a job she did because I always think that when you're a good parent, or when you've done your work right, your kids shouldn't need you afterwards. You know what I'm saying? They just they they shouldn't have to rely on you. And and I think that and now she she feels like oh I should have to cook for them or do something, but it's like no, you you just did a good enough job that.
0: Well, it's kind of I, like yeah, a, I'm good, and I I'm gonna frame it up in my. Typical corn dog ass ways, but it's like a almost like a psychological umbilical cord. Yeah, like it, it it's cords slowly cut, yeah it slowly withers, like yeah. it will naturally like mm-hmm. fall away and wither. And that doesn't mean that you're not still, you know, connected in some oh, way. Yeah, yeah. But that tether, as far as like necessity, mm-hmm. isn't there. You're not yeah. emotionally dependent on them. No, I think <clears> something <throat> like that is is. Good to have, man. Um, well, and I think she'll still like
2: she. She'll still if if I tell her something's wrong, she will cry for me and just be so torn up and upset. But she's just an emotional person, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's a uh, it's definitely crazy seeing the the amount of growth that has sort of happened. And I couldn't have realized um, everything about my mom until I was older, right? Like I. I I feel like it's yes there's the love part but there's this like this different kind of respect like she's just a grinder man that's just and it's and it's it's very different to the way that I view her versus I feel like the way a lot of people might view their moms
0: well see mine really I guess my perspective on my mom had to come full circle it's like she was she was the individual that hung the moon for the longest time mm. she was all I had but then again when you're subjected to like extreme social isolation for an extended period of time mm-hmm. and then, um, uh, just everything that went along with that, I mean, she was frustrated working two jobs. I occasionally, you know, would, would take an L for being a mouthy bitch or yeah. whatever. And I hated going to the kingdom Hall of Jehovah's witnesses. Mm-hmm. And I made no, uh, uh, gripes about it. I would let her know what was up, but, um, you know, and you get to rebellious phases in your life where you go against what your mom wants, and you have to sneak around this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. Then, you know, you get to be in your twenties, uh, and it, and hopefully, by the time you get to be in your twenties, you begin the process of of being a little bit more introspective. Oh yeah, you try and figure out really who you are instead of defining who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you up until this point, you've worked so hard on defining who it is you are in relation to everything, you don't really take the time to look inward and discover who you really are and, and what you really want.
2: Yeah. And I'll tell you something funny that you, about what you're saying there. One of the things that I can't even fault her for is the, the culture aspect, right? The Nigerian part, like when you have the sun, they're supposed to be, they're supposed to fit this mold of badassery or something like that. And that was definitely one big milestone was getting her to understand, like there's a difference between what people want me to be and what I actually am. Yeah. And, and learning to be who I was was something that I think that she struggled a whole lot with because again, she's like the, the nature is to show out, you know what I'm saying? It's to say, my son is doing this thing. My son is doing blah, 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 blah. And when I'm not doing that, it's, it, it took her some time. You know? Well,
0: and I think it very much comes back to our our concept that we discuss of uh, expectation versus acceptance. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it. I'm sure that they've had both of our mothers, all three of our mothers, have had any number of uh, different visions of how we yeah. would turn out, and yeah. it, it none of those panned out. Yep. But they still don't look at us as being. Failures, no. they accept. Yeah. yeah, but along that way, they've had expectations, and those expectations haven't been met. But mm-hmm. those are expectations that they set for themselves. They set them for themselves. Yeah. What about
1: you, Brandon? What do, do you think that your mom expected anything, or expected you to be a certain thing? Well, sort of. I mean, my mom is the reason why I went to UK first. Yeah, because she was a huge UK fan, and I was like, you know, everyone else is going to the WKU. Yeah, I'm from Morgantown, so I was like. I'm going to go to UK. Yeah, only like three other people went. She's like, you have to do engineering. But she's always worked in that sort of job. Yeah. So she's like, you know, that's that's where you're going to make money. You're not going to make money being an artist. You're not going to make money doing this or that. So I'm just like, okay, I'm going to go to engi- yeah. UK for engineering. I did not do very well. So yeah. I went yeah. To WKU, and uh-huh. she's just proud that I graduated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think
2: part of you know one of the things that we said, and I think it was our last episode. Or he said, with Darwin, it's not survival of the fittest, it's the survival of the most adaptable. Mm-hmm. And I think that a measure of whether or not people can be satisfied with their mothers and whether a mother can be satisfied with their child is how well both are able to adapt to the other
0: person growing and changing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that uh, that flexibility is the basis for pretty much any functional social interaction. Oh, yeah. But... You know, when I was talking earlier about, you know, once you're hitting this introspective period in your life, your behaviors leading up into that point, uh, I think a lot of us justify piss poor behavior because of a perceived injustice Mm. that has occurred in our life leading up to that point. And we translate that into an entitlement once we become semi-autonomous adults. Yeah. I think pretty much everybody does that. That's a universal thing. You can call it (laughs) acting out or whatever. But then you get to, hopefully, the introspective period in your life where you start analyzing your own behavior and looking at things. And I think during that introspective period, you start realizing that, yes, those were justifications for things. And then what you previously used as blame that you were putting on another individual, your mom, your dad, whoever, but in this case, your mom uh, you realize that's not a productive fucking thing. Not. And one of the most fundamental things, you know, we were talking about mom worship, uh, one of the most fundamental things beyond the notion that we, we can't treat people who choose not to be moms with any less merit or value than we do moms. Um, the other thing that we have to keep in mind is that, uh, these people are fallible. Yes. That that mothers are fallible human beings. And I've had somebody I would consider a mentor say to me that they sincerely, within the mental health field, say that they sincerely believe that an individual does the best that they can within a given situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that coincides with my deterministic belief system. I know that some people are big on free will and they're like, well, they could have made a decision to do this or that. You know you're responding. You know, um, but it, the acknowledgement that our mothers are fallible individuals is very much it. It releases them. It, yeah, it, it, it alleviates off the hook. Yeah, it, it alleviates this fucking this measure of purity that's also unfair, and it's it's also only placed on mothers. It's not placed on fathers the same fucking way. It mm-hmm. it, it it is not even fathers who were there. Yeah. Even a father that's present, it's much more acceptable in our society well, to for ma- for males, for fathers mm-hmm. to have quirks or yeah. or things, so to speak, that are not necessarily in keeping with being a great human being. Women have this purity test, yes. or mothers have this purity test that, that fathers don't receive yeah, the same and, way. Yeah, and that's definitely because everyone has, there's sort of that
2: mindset that the dad is just supposed to fit this little thing and then... He's they're supposed to send you off into the world and do your own thing. Whereas the mom is always supposed to be loving, is always supposed to be this way. And so what happens to a lot of people is that they start to compare their mom and their experience to like like what's the any sort of TV sitcom that you've ever seen. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's the narrative problem, shit. It's, yeah, it's falling into narrative it's super narrative. That you know, when you have things like family matters or full house or whatever. Family it's some, guy or family guy. Sometimes it, it gives people <laughs> A weird sense or a false sense of reality You know they, they start to be like Oh that's how a good parent should be When in reality it's like Hey you forget that your mom is just a person Just like you And guess what There's going to be times where your mom hates your fucking guts You know what I mean And people think that because they've been in this society Where your your mom or your dad Has been this perfect figure Because they've seen it on a show or something They expect that in real life And that's just not what it is and so when you fall into that narrative for years and years and years, a lot of times for people, you you do build that resentment when truthfully, you become your own person a lot sooner than you think. And you have the power to own your decisions and own the outcomes Well, not, maybe not the outcomes, but you can own the own the decisions and all that kind of stuff. And not have to blame anyone. Like, there's nothing more free than knowing that the choices that you've made in life are 100% yours. It's liberating. It's It's, super liberating. It's
0: liberating to accept uh, liability, to accept your role in all of this shit. Mm -hmm. It's super-duper fucking liberating. And then, not only that, again, you're, you're jettisoning this toxic baggage that you've held on to that has to do with another individual and, and it serves no fucking purpose. And that's why, <clears throat> you know, we were talking about earlier how my mom or our moms will just point some shit out. Like they'll just say, you know, you're, you're getting a gut like your dad. Mm-hmm. And I just let it roll off. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm fine with the way I look. Yeah. That's power belly. i lift weights, mama, <laughs> whatever. But if she says that my siblings are all, uh, older than I am. Yeah. But if she says that to one of them, they shit a brick. They well, take it fucking personal. Well, and here's I'm like, the other you thing. You all are grown ass adults and my mom is seventy-seven years <laughs> old. Cut her a little slack. She but means well. There's that there's also
2: the thing of society where there's, especially for women, there's this crazy standard of beauty out there. And the one person that you want, again, also because society has also framed your mom as to be this always loving always accepts you and all that kind of stuff and always says the right things when you come home you think that your mom is going to be that person when they tell you you gained weight you're like my whole fucking i like just been- look <laughs> i like how
0: Kalu is infinitely more insightful into like how uh like one of my sisters would respond to my mom than i even was in this context like it's like well, that if makes if a lot of sense. They're like, why can't you just support me? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because that's really kind of how they are. Whereas yeah. my brother, he does have a, a propensity to kind of overreact to some of her shit as mm-hmm. well. But if she said that to him like about a gut, he'd be like, I don't give a good goddamn," And then yeah. he would go on his way probably. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I guess we can't really speak to the mother-daughter dynamic, and I'm sure that that's a different creature altogether. It is, and you know, the funny
2: thing is I I don't get offended if like someone like my dad checks me on something, or tries to check me on something, because I wish you would, Earl! Don't bring that weak shit in here! (laughs) But he is, he specifically, he raised me, especially when, when I told you guys in the father episode like literally last year, where he said, I didn't raise you to be like me, I raised you to be better, when When he, I can see when he tries to say, why did you do it this way? He's framing it in his, you know, in his mindset. So I would sometimes have a short fuse with that because I'd be like, like, I'm doing it better. better. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm doing it better than you. I'm I'm not doing what you would have done because I'm seeing a different, you know, aspect of it. And so sometimes I would get like your sisters, they'd get all offended. You know what I'm saying? If my dad were to say something. So I think that the same thing kind of exists for guys, but Brandon, possibly
1: with I don't, called, You said get like his sisters and I pictured you putting makeup on and dresses and stuff. I don't know
0: why. You
2: are, Your sisters don't, don't, don't
1: seem like makeup and dress. They seem they, like battle armor and like
0: they they guns. they don't really Yeah, they they mm. do both. Yeah. They do both. Yeah. yeah. So does Kalou. Huh? Yeah, get, <laughs> you it's and dude. get you one that can has yeah. throwing stars in his yeah. garter belt. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Killer are dumb <laughs> don't don't play poker with him
2: <laughs> no let's i mean what was it that you and i were talking about earlier when they said that you said that like isn't there something at starbucks or some coffee shop that said mothers oh, are yeah they're supposed to get in line first well
0: there was a meme that i saw and it, it, it's some uh young mom i assume who is just sitting like with a little smirk and, and her hair in a, a messy ponytail all askew on the top of her head in this minimalistic frame with her legs crossed. And she's got a, uh, a board up with lettering going across it. And it says something to the effect of mothers should get a free pass to go to the front of the coffee line on Mondays. Sorry, sweetie, you're uh, 22 years old, you got 10 hours of sleep last night, and you don't have any kids. It's such a dick or something thing to say, like that. Man. And then somebody took the same frame, and then they removed the lettering from yeah. the board she was holding. It was like, you are not special just because you opted to reproduce. Mm-hmm. And that... And I know that that's just kind of on the nose, but to be fucking honest with you, you don't get special fucking treatment because you chose, you're like the miracle of life. It's not fucking fair. If (laughs) if I decide not to contribute to what may or may not eventually amount to an enormous overpopulation issue in the future... Mm -hmm that that should have no bearing yeah. upon my place in society.
2: Yeah. I think that there is a big difference between a mother and a mom. And I think that we people that have kids or something like that, I I agree with you. I don't think you get a pass cuz there's huge pieces of shit out there. With the ability to reproduce, and if I had it my way, they wouldn't have it.
0: Well, and even even the good ones that reproduce, you still ain't getting no fucking special treatment. No, like you you opted to do it. And and to to be honest with you, be real, people try and frame up parenthood as being this very selfless thing. Mm -hmm. They do. Like I, it's no longer about me anymore. It's about the bullshit. It's entirely about you because that's your. That's your one little bid mm-hmm. at continuing your fucking legacy. That's sure. your genetic bid at continuing your legacy. And as a, it's
2: entirely about you. As a as a coach in youth sports, I can also agree that parents make it all about them. It is the it's kids a, just it's want to go out there and like thing. they can't tie their shoes, and their parents are like, "I want you to be the next Joe Montana." Right. You know what I mean? And, and don't get like, me wrong, uh, I'm not saying like we
0: we we need children. You know? Oh yeah, y'all keep fucking and producing kids. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. But- Oh, uh, we need scientists and doctors and yeah. and things in the future, but at the same time, you are not entitled to special no. fucking treatment. And,
2: and truthfully, again, I think that the title mom or dad is earned, and you you and no one else is going to define that except for the people that you raise up. When you raise them up, and they can say, "Man, you did a good job." I'm I'm happy with the person that I am, and I accept your faults and all the other things, and I recognize that you're just a person, but you did everything that you could you did the best you could with what you had then you've done a good job that's 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 my opinion but i also say that like you you going in and having a kid and claiming to be this demigod or something like that is no different from me standing in my garage and claiming to be a corvette do you see what i'm saying like it's not this like just because you can have a kid or something like that, that doesn't. Just because Kalu can
0: Corvette doesn't, doesn't mean. mean I am Corvette.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, vroom, vroom, yeah, he said vroom, vroom. But seriously, I think that, and I think that there are moms out there that get it. They know that like, like it takes work, man. It, and I give all the respect in the world out there to the people that can actually do it. Because I I know that the, I know of some that are that are not
0: doing it <laughs> absolutely but again you know i if if you opt to do it again you have to recognize you're doing it for you yeah and that means i mean even that's though, a good thing yeah and and it is a good thing but also at the same time if you're doing it right you, you it don't is. project it outwardly you, yes. you you don't place expectations on society at large mm-hmm. however I will say that our culture has kind of gone overboard with when it comes to like not really making accommodations for maternity leave and shit like that. Oh,
2: we're trash about that. We
0: suck. We are way behind the rest of the world, and it's fun. Here's the thing: I don't see that as
2: that's not some kind of attack
0: on women, dude. That's not. But I I don't think you know. Here
2: we are saying that we shouldn't. You don't get some kind of a pass. I don't see that as like a. Some kind of entitlement kind of thing, like you for real cannot be a good employee if you do not have the the uh, the right amount of time to be away from work, like your body has changed yeah so much, you think you can just go back to your job in like just a few weeks, no dude, you need a lot more time
0: well and and it really comes down to an investment in the citizenry we oh, can't, yeah we cannot. And as much as I would love for everybody to to be able to handle their own business and in us live in what would amount to a libertarian utopia, say it again. Libertarian mm, utopia. Mm. There's fundamental elements of this sauce that we're we're simmering in that make it so we have to invest in our citizenry, yes. especially the most vulnerable amongst us, who happen to be children. Yes. and they're the ones most overwhelmingly impacted by poverty and and crime all these social issues that we we see paraded around on the fucking news the voiceless amongst us are the ones that are getting shit on the worst oh absolutely while, while we debate about these kinds yeah. of things yeah
2: tell us what you're thinking brand i see some stuff going through your head
0: you like lasagna no <laughs> i <laughs>
1: do i love lasagna <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
2: so to, like what do you think what do you think about all this
1: so far have you thought about this stuff before Uh, I'm sure I have I was busy (laughs) looking at Chris's mic and thinking about how I need to turn it just like which way sorry which way no no you're good now I mean Uh, uh, as long as you stay uh, leaned like that you're good keep talking about moms uh, oh god tell me me about your favorite one that you have now you better stop it Jesus Christ you You better stop it I'm gonna give it trouble Chris buys like 30 moms a week (laughs) 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 just kidding we're editing that out (laughs) That's Wow we're that, <laughs> Brent, that, was,
0: Brent, that was wildly inappropriate <laughs> you, you, you know what I want to take this time to apologize To our audience Because Brandon apparently smoked a bunch of PCP Before <laughs> he, he came in into the studio he does, man. Guys I didn't know y'all get wet
2: <laughs> Sherman Hemsley Sherman Hemsley <laughs> I meant PCP today naked.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good god man anyway
1: sure.
2: yeah you know um <laughs> it's been it's it's funny you guys you're such a piece of shit Damn. so as a you know in my 30s and even early 20s and whatnot like watching because i've known i've known my wife for a long time right uh watching her evolve as a mom just when she was, I think at the time when, the, for the first time we dated, I was 22, or maybe, yeah, 21 or 22, and she was 24. And, you know, she had pretty much just had a kid, you know, he uh, was three. She had just turned three. So seeing that evolution there versus now as Elizabeth will turn, she'll be 35 this year and Haley will be 14 this year. Seeing the differences in how the two of them have changed, it is freaking wild, man. It is absolutely wild.
0: Meanwhile, Kalu is just getting spelt and playing video games and going over sweet jumps. Sweet shit. jumps. No, no.
2: <laughs> it's uh, it's it's so crazy. Like, to to people aren't they're they're not going to realize that stuff when you're in it, right? Even though I, even though we're married, I still. Am on the outside in Because I just know that there's this There's this bond that a mom is going to have With their kid that no one's going to Understand you know what I'm saying And so when you're on the outside and you're just kind of Looking at it and you're just like Holy crap the way that they communicate The way that they've both grown and all that Kind of stuff it's really a, a, a it, it, re- it further Reinforces the fact That as we get older We need to re- remember That our mothers are people too because they are completely different. They're completely different, you know. And to hold people to this incredibly, just nuts standard, a static one too. Yeah, that. That's it, perfect. That's it, a perfect. It doesn't favorite. allow for evolution. Yeah. It does not allow them to grow. Because my
0: mom, to be quite honest with you, my mom, you know, there's this, there's this idea that people become more conservative as they get older. Yes. And I think that if we were to look at the statistics of it, it would probably indicate mm-hmm. that, that that is the case. But that there's it, so many factors that go yeah, into there There are interceding variables that that are to be taken into consideration. But it, in her 70s, my mom is far more uh, open-minded mm-hmm. and, uh, I guess, progressive, You you could say, than she was in her fucking fifties, like Mm -hmm. light years. There's a huge, and she just kind of let go of some things. And I think that there's something to be learned there. Like if somebody that, you know, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. If somebody that is between the ages of, we'll say 55 to 75 is able to so greatly slough off this baggage and arbitrary bullshit that has been holding them back this whole time and, and kind of reach some semblance of self actualization, then why aren't we currently in our late teens or teens, late early twenties, twenties, thirties, forties, why aren't we even more equipped to turn that corner? I don't know. I don't know why we are. I would say we should we, I, be. I would say we are, yeah. But I, I would say that we have to make the acknowledgement that our society is constantly bidding for our attention, our time. Yeah, our so we resources. don't
2: have the time to actually pay attention to it. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I know
0: that sense. that all comes back to my like semi-conspiratorial idea that that people are all about time theft, but that's really what it comes down to is that yeah. that right now, like her between the ages of fifty-five to seventy-five, she was free of those social constraints mm. that are pulling us in all these different directions. Yeah. So so she had the ability to grow and turn those corners. So how is it that we go about streamlining shit now and turning those corners? It's just
2: like we said, like we were kind of hinting at, the the best way to really streamline and turn corners is by disconnecting
0: more. And, and delaying gratification, I yeah. think, goes along with that. I think practicing mm-hmm. delayed gratification and, and practicing... Denying ourselves of the little uh, pleasures, com- little pleasures, little yeah. baubles, and comforts in the life, the and stuff like Deliberately that. Deliberately depriving ourselves of those things <clears throat> yeah. makes us savor life in general. I think a whole lot more because these this never ending series of meaningless gratifications that we receive, just you know through you know going back to the previous episode through social media. That's the big one. Yeah. And then, again, any type of media. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we've gone on a, a huge tangent.
2: Here. I know. We <laughs> have. I, and I, and the, the one thing that I want to, because I wanted to keep this one short, I guess for me, I think that the good moms out there and the, just the good parents in general, their goal is to raise someone better than them. And yes, there is that point, like we said, like it is about you, you do make it about you, you know, as a, as a parent, but part of that evolution, when it's about you, it's like the thing is to make people better than you Well, and, and not just your own kids, just make people better than you in general.
0: Facilitate. Facilitate. And, and, and I really sincerely believe that, and it's not indispensable from, you know, facilitation and, and making progress, but I think that. Uh, in order to facilitate somebody else, it definitely helps when you're actively trying to improve and evolve, yes. evolve yourself yeah. the entire time. Yeah. If, if you look at modeling, mm-hmm. you know, from a parental you know standpoint, that modeling behavior yeah. when a child sees you actively striving for more and more and never let resting on your laurels. Yeah. That gets emulated. Yep.
2: Yep. And the, to 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 build on that. That is literally what what sort of happened with uh, with my wife getting her nursing degree. Now she's you know she's a full on nurse. She has a nursing job and all that kind of stuff. One of the things that that she struggled with was oh I've got to be I- I'm missing time out on like being a mom or anything like that. But I said like Haley's going to see that happening. She's going to see you busting your ass and all that kind of stuff and that work ethic that you're using right now and the hard days and the days where you feel like shit and you don't want to do anything, she's gonna see the what it takes to actually get what you want. And that's part that is, in my opinion, more valuable than the hugs and the going and doing stuff when they see that actual ethic. That's part of that's part of the growth process, man. That that's in my opinion, that's how you solidify someone's path to, to hard work. Yeah, it, it's through
0: it, being a leader instead of a boss. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For, it is being a leader. It's when like, cause there's, there's certain things that my parents have told me, don't do it. Don't do this. Don't do this. Do this. And when I see them actually do it, that is the true lesson for me. That's when I see it. You know, like there's one of, I remember the, and I talked about it in our, in the father episode when, uh, when we, we were struggling with money bad. I told you we grew up poor when our car was getting repossessed, you know, the, and I, I come out there and I said, why are, the, why are the orange lights flashing? It's from the tow truck, you know? And sitting, my dad sitting me down and saying, you're seeing this because we couldn't pay for this, but it'll be all right. And he would say, don't do this like I did. Do it better. Be better. Manage your money. Do all this other kind of stuff. When they see these things happening, especially when they screw up, I think your kids need to see when you mess up, yeah. right? Acting like you're infallible yeah. does nothing does to help nothing. your kids. Does nothing because <clears throat> they'll figure it out eventually. Oh, yeah, they will. And so when they see, when I saw that, that was a that's that's better than any just about any lesson I've been taught, any lesson that I've been taught. And then again, when as I've told that story, when my dad told me, "Stop trying to be like me, be better than me," it made all that other stuff make sense. So I think that again, good moms get it. They get it. They want to make kids better than they are.
0: That's oh, how yeah. it should always be. And 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 they want to be better themselves. They, they want to always, be better. Than, yeah. Yeah. But,
2: but it's like we've said, and like gratitude uh, pursued and lose. But gratitude yo, given returns. And so I think if you try to make other people better, you will in turn make yourself better. And,
0: and peep game, there, there's one other element of this that I Shout didn't think about. Shout out to teachers, by the way. That's why I like <laughs> <laughs> There There's one element of this that I didn't think about. We we also have to make allowances for human beings that happen to have reproduced and happen to be effective, mm-hmm. loving, attentive, responsible mothers or fathers, but mothers in this instance, but do not define the totality of their existence by the fact that they are a mother. Yes. Oh God. Yes. We have. You, you cannot chastise and make these people feel bad because yeah. they are actively pursuing and doing. Mm-hmm. They're taking care of their ch- their child just because their life doesn't entirely one hundred percent evolve around little Aiden yeah. or Brayden or McKaylee. Sounds
2: like you just named a bunch of mixed babies. You said Aiden and Brayden, You know whatever, babe. <laughs> but you veered it, off with McKaylee or whatever.
0: M- you I don't know. One of them motherfucking names is, is that I hear a lot now. Yeah. But uh yeah, I, I really think that if people get un well women. Women get treated unfairly for actively having an identity that is separate but congruent yes. with their their identity as a mother. Mm-hmm. I think it's totally okay. Yeah. And, and I've even heard it from people I know to be great mothers. Mm-hmm. But they, they have a life that is different, Yeah, that is separate, that their child is insulated from. If, if you're a single mother and you're dating... It's intrinsic that you insulate your child from possible creepos. Because you're interviewing yeah. motherfuckers oh, yeah. along the way. you know, It's a definite interview. There are layers to this shit. Mm-hmm. So what what it means to be a mom to you, just because you you stay at home and you raise three kids and you love to shit out of them babies, that doesn't mean because somebody else does it differently that yeah. you're doing it better than they yeah. are. Yeah. Truthfully.
2: Truthfully. Do we have any other things? I know we... That was it. This is this was good, you know. And I, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to talk more Except about when this. Brandon
0: with... started getting all extra. Oh, oh that shit's even... getting
2: edited. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> As like it was just I so. Can't believe he started I was, popping off. I was like, like... Oh my gosh. wow! It's probably because you were talking about his mom being a stripper. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> he a, did a, a um, dancer. She's a dancer. Oh, okay. A dancer. <laughs> a dancer. But uh, all right, do we have any shameless shout outs? Uh, obviously, our mothers. But
1: shout out to my mom. Okay other mom.
0: Uh shout out to Sue Kilborn. <laughs> She's yeah. not gonna listen to this because she don't want to listen to my bullshit. She, she doesn't. she I don't even want to hear what you there's no telling what you'd put on there, Chris. I don't it'll stress me out. So <laughs> No,
2: not, my mom would straight up listen to it if I asked her to, but uh I'm not. But uh shout out to my mom. Uh and just the all the moms out there and the motherly people. There's a lot of people out there that, that have that may not have children but are still motherly. The people that just kind of they'll they'll shoot to you straight. They'll give you good advice. They'll take care of that. They'll do all that kind of stuff. But um, shout out to all those people too, man. Just if it, it, here's the other thing: there are um, the people that are playing both roles, both mom and dad. You know, whether you're a single mom or if you're a if you're a gay couple, like if you're two men that are out there and you're doing your thing. Like it, I don't think that it just means being a woman. You know, I think that there is a title of mother that uh, or mom or whatever you want to call it that you've got you've got to be a certain type of hardcore to really have that
0: oh yeah so accessibility that yes. and, and that goes back to our episode that recent one that we had with uh, dr. Die mm-hmm. on what defines you know uh, you know paternal maternal yeah. you know masculine feminine behaviors but yeah ideally there should be kind of fluidity. It should be fluid. as far as, far as a parent. If there's really rigid roles there, mm-hmm. I think it can be it can be toxic for yeah. a child's development. Yes. You need a yes. nurturing presence on both sides. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to give a little shout out to my one of my best friends, Britta. She was in my wedding and yeah. also had her little son, who's my little best friend. Yeah, uh, I saw his dance by the way. That yeah. was cute. Oh, he's always dancing now. Yeah, uh, just shout out to her and thanks for giving him options. You know, yeah,
2: that's cool. Exactly. Yeah that is definitely interesting giving them options. Like we've said before, uh, the common thing for a lot of parents is to sort of set this path out for yeah. you. And that's one thing that I will give a lot of the younger moms now or just younger parents, I think that a lot of us have learned from from our parents, and we we're, we're paying a lot more attention to what's happening in society, I think that the pressure is kind of shifted. Um, and I think that way back in the past, it was like, just survive, grow like have people to survive and now that pressure is off now it's like all right let's develop and let's let's uh facilitate and all that kind of stuff and i think a lot of people now are kind of are starting to catch on and getting it so that's really cool that you mentioned that yeah uh she's giving him options and for whatever whatever that may be you know just about themselves it it just growing or whatever it is and that's why
0: that's why socialism's so good it gets, because of options. Yeah, because, because of options. people options. <laughs> yes. You can work in the gulag. Or you can, work in, or you can build a like, weapon for Mother he, Russia. He just channeled Tyler Young. Yeah, I know.
2: He's like, you're a bunch of guys. <laughs> he fucking did it. All right, uh, guys, thank you all so much for your time. Uh, I hope everyone uh, enjoys their Mother's Day. Uh, we're probably going to be airing this on a Monday. Because uh, Mother's so Mother's Day will be the day before, unless we get crazy and uh, we air get it crazy. on Mother's Day. What do you say? I get crazy. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've That's got silly. some real fun plans for uh, for Mother's Day. So my mom is going to be in Atlanta with my older sisters, and so we're going to do stuff when she gets back. But uh, I'm going to do something really fun for my mother-in-law and my wife on Sunday. And so we're going to hopefully have a good time. Does and it involve rope? What? Nothing. <laughs> I'm going to have to re-listen to whatever he just said. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, but uh, again, everyone enjoy yourselves. Have a great weekend. Have a great day. All that other good stuff.
0: And we are out. Peace. Peace.